Welcome to the Multiverse of Marketing! I am Crash and Burn, and with me as always is J.R. Sweeney. What's up? How's, okay. how's it going? Oh, not too bad. Uh, I, I've been working for about 12 hours straight. Wah! Fun! Wah! Uh, uh, uh. I have not. <laughs> At least I've been enjoying myself. So, you know, there's that. Right. Right, right. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, not really a lot to report on my end that's not just, like, boring or stupid. <laughs> well, uh, how about a little bit of both? <laughs> uh, I if, if there was any way to kind of describe the outcome of what today's tornado of potential was and then led to uh boring and stupid kind of kind of kind of really match i like dazzler uh but for, I, first I, I i like dazzler it's my favorite archie comics book if we go by this as an example first uh a little housekeeping <laughs> housekeeping Housekeeping. Housekeeping or house cleaning. I can't say both. House cleaning. Uh, so when we were talking about Meteor Man, I said oh, no. that it was inked by Steve Ditko. It turns out that it was inked by Steve Dutro. Uh, I maintain that it was this guy's fault for having a name that is too close to Steve Ditko. Um, the the real question though is, uh, what are Steve Dutko's politics, and are they worse? I can't imagine how they could be. Um, I mean, unless it, like objectivist is already a pretty terrible place to start from. So, ah, <laughs> uh, but anyway, no. Here, I here I here I thought he had a moment of like you know curious community support and like spirit and uh, you know in the early 90s where he's like you know what i'm actually gonna try to make a book uh alongside some people who are trying to you know like spread a more positive message like, no fuck that yeah. no i should have known better <laughs> yeah well i think i think steve ditko at this time was already transitioning into his complaining about comics fans all the goddamn time phase um mm -hmm. so but yeah and his wheel of complaints uh so yeah it's ultimately just you know i looked up the creator information on the marvel wiki on fandom uh and i apparently need glasses so <laughs> I apologize if you got all excited that Meteor Man was lettered by Steve Ditko. That's a weird thing to get excited about. Like, I don't know why that was the huge selling point for you, but I'm sorry to tell you that I fucked that up. So I guess I guess that's why it like wasn't made into a big deal or anything of like, holy fuck, Steve Ditko's lettering this. And, I, I guess not. <laughs> um, but. Dazzler. But hopefully, 
Yes, no, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Uh, uh, all facts going forward. And the facts of today are that uh, Dazzler sure is a complicated character for Marvel. Uh, well, you know, you, 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 the comic, the classic comic Dazzler is, of course, a fantastic example of late 70s, early 80s Marvel mutant kind of like you know spin-off attempts it 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 it's it some of the the best examples of what they were trying to do at the time and it's a kind of character that you can take the temperature of any room based on the reaction to dazzler one way or another and it's like uh it if the if the response is uh, a laugh then jesus christ here comes the black leather uh if the response is giddy uh, oh, wait, no, that still ends in one of those goddamn movies with black leather in them. Ah, uh, the poor X-Men movies. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, uh. You know, I, for a long time, I had... I didn't like Dazzler. Um, mm. And part of that is... Part of that is being a boy growing up in a red state liking anything that was perceived as girly was automatically just like you know <laughs> what are you a girl you you like yeah. you like boys yeah. you like kissing yeah. boys um but also also is the it's the fact that at the time that i started reading comics um i had no i had no skin in the game as it were where disco was concerned but mm. all of pop culture was centered around disco sucks man disco sucks it's so old <laughs> disco, look at you and your stupid suit <laughs> disco is the word like you know when i like when i was really young and starting to uh to read comics disco wasn't an old old thing yet but enough time had passed that there was definitely a backlash to the popularity of it and so like a lot of a lot of my opinions of dazzler were uh therefore informed by internalized homophobia and uh the prevailing attitudes toward disco now uh, I can I can say first of all, she's got awesome fucking powers. She's got awesome oh, yeah. powers. Um, a lot of fun. They're they're amazing. She's strong as hell. Uh, if you've never read Secret Wars, uh, she takes a direct hit from Black Bolt and turns yeah, it back it's, on it's, him. It's kind of like entirely like incidental that she essentially is as powerful as like super guardian yeah but you know it's not the thing that she likes to focus on it's like bitch you could take a nuke to the face and just like keep going can can we maybe focus on that yeah and the flashy powers aren't the big sell here I, the I, fact I, that you're a fucking <laughs> god are yeah well you know i i often laugh about uh about 
Omega level mutants. At one point I made a joke with Omega level mutants. It's like Iceman doesn't just make cold. He controls the fundamental forces of cold people. And like, you know, I would joke about Angel doesn't just flap, man. He controls the fundamental forces of flapping. Flapping. Uh, But no, like Allison Blair is incredibly strong. And I love, you know, the 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 character has gone through a lot of different iterations in terms of she was disco and then she became like punk and a bunch of other shit and you know whatever she goes with the times as is you know kind of that like that's the good thing about her being literally a pop star is you can just change up her style entirely and the only explanation you need is oh new album out yeah um but i do i i will say one of my least favorite things for a long time was back when uh back when she was a member of the X-Men the first time around yeah um and she and Rogue were constantly fighting over the affections of Longshot that whole thing annoyed the ever loving yeah. shit out of me um, That's not good. But no, one, no one should be fighting over the affections of Longshot. That man is trailer trash. Uh, but also, two, fuck off. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But I do. I will say I like, I like the idea of Dazzler being sort of a through line in the Marvel universe, where every so often you'll just find out some character is a fan of hers. Um. One I always really liked was during Gail Simone's run on Deadpool, uh, you find out Rhino is a huge Dazzler fan. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. And it, and it just is like this, it's like this bellwether, you know, that it's like you will have, you will have characters it's kind of Star Trek rules. You know what I mean? Wherein when they're talking about great people in a certain field and then there will be like, uh, uh, you know, Shakespeare and, and fucking Chaucer and then like, and like, you're just like, one of those is not like the others. Um, well, Dazzler is much the same way. People will just be like, yeah, my favorite artists are like the dead Kennedys and Dazzler. And you're just like, okay, sure. Um, yeah, but it, it's, it's, it's a, like, yeah, it, it's an anchor of reality. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and like continuity that makes it uh, a more rich, con- uh, like community, which is, you know, what, what comic books on one level are uh if if you're looking at it from a morrisonian perspective yeah uh but before there was any of that there was a marketing scheme as there always is uh and there was there was an idea in 1978 called the disco queen which was 
a rough shot concept that brought together Marvel Comics and Casablanca Records. And the idea was we come up with uh, a cool superhero that is like disco themed, obviously, and we put together an album that we can then sell alongside the comics. You know, it's like it's an achievable goal, an album based on a comic book character that releases at the same time. And essentially you create kind of like a semi gorillas where the artist doesn't exist but you can read their comic book and follow their adventures and mm. hear about them making the next album, which you should totally buy. It's, it, it's yeah, like a, a bit of Alvin and the Chickmunks, you know, it's right. it, it, a, a pretty simple and played out concept by 1979. Um, and the thing crapped out uh, the year later, like uh, uh, Casablanca Records pulled out for whatever reason. Um, which is fine. That's fine. It's fine. Well, uh, you know, the the thing about it is, though, the actual their plans for the for this because originally it was going to be an animated film. Yeah. Um, so immediately after that deal failed, Film Motion contacted them and said, "We heard this awesome pitch and we want to do it as a movie." And it's well, like it's. It's a concept album. But before even that, because here's the thing. So the original idea was an animated film that would feature a lot of Casablanca artists. Donna Summer, Cher, Rodney Dangerfield, Lenny and Squiggy, uh, Robin oh yeah, but apparently that Apparently that came about after they the concept album fell through and Casablanca like walked away from the active participation in it and they were left with all these contacts. Okay. And that's how that happened. Yeah. Really? That's not that's not okay. Well, anyway. Yeah, Robin Williams would have been in it, the village people, Kiss. Uh, and like you know, so the for context of how crazy this fucking got like pretty goddamn fast uh we're we're listing those names but we're we're not telling you who they're playing and it's like uh share as the witch queen yeah uh who faces off against donna summer as the queen of fire who rule over a futuristic disco new york well naturally uh, kiss as yeah, of course, of course. Kiss as the Dead Knights, which, good name, good name. Uh, Robin Williams as a love interest called Tristan. Uh, this is this is cocaine Robin Williams. Well, I was, so, was uh, going to say, well, like, you, later Robin Williams, you could, you could have him tone it down. You could have yeah. him, you could be like, okay, so Robin, this isn't going to be the genie. You need, like, you're just going to play this straight. And... He would have done that. But yeah, like cocaine era Robin Williams, that would have mm. been. I can't imagine trying to run roughshod over Robin Williams when he's just like, oh, and then like, and you're just like, dude, the line is, I've never felt a love like this. Just say that. Like, just say the line. Say the line. How the fuck did we end up in Kubrick territory? This is the 57th fucking take, and I just want to leave. I'm the fucking director. Yeah. 
Um, uh, along with Rodney Dangerfield as Dewey Cheatham, uh, which is just like, God, the suits, the bad suits he would have worn. Oh, delightful. Yeah. Uh, and the village people as whatever the fuck the stompers are. I'm getting shades of uh, Return to Oz. Uh, and of it, course, it Bo be... Derek starring as our hero, Dazzler. Well, we do we do have to mention for first, though, it was originally supposed to be Grace Jones. Yes. Um, originally, the character was designed entirely based around grace jones and right. of course the the producers were like no we want a white woman who's more bankable on there and i had also heard the complaint that marvel threw in that like what she'll look just like storm we already have a black woman we don't need another and it's like ah, oh, geez both of these are quite terrible we can't have two black mutants what are you talking no. about god no um, that's 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 too confusing but after that's too confusing after the animated special uh slash movie then it became a live action thing uh yeah before ultimately they just keep, being canceled they keep failing upwards on this one yeah you know like like you start as an album the album becomes uh a, essentially a rock opera cartoon the rock opera cartoon somehow manages to like cocaine itself into the illusion or delusion that it can become a full-fledged film yeah uh and then of course you know people wake up the next morning having blacked out and go where the fuck am i yeah yeah and it and i think by people i mean jim shooter (laughs) well everyone concerned uh i think there had to be there had to have been a certain amount of that but um the upshot of all of this is that unlike what we normally cover where there is a cross promotional thing that failed to develop in this um it it wound up being um purely confined to the comics and so Dazzler sort of went on a magical mystery tour of the uh of the Marvel universe prior to her first solo comic. Uh she made appearances in Uncanny X-Men, Fantastic Four, uh Spider-Man, um stuff like that. And then and of course her appearance in in uh uncanny x-men coincides with the introduction of uh kitty pride and uh emma frost the hellfire club all of that stuff so but then you know like i said she made appearances elsewhere until eventually she appears in her own comic and what what i will say i reading these I enjoyed them. Uh, they're, I'm not going to say they're great. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to hold these up as like. They're fun. <laughs> they're, they're fun. You know, like. She has the kind of attitude where it's, 
it, it's it's fascinating where it's kind of like yeah serious things and prejudices are happening to mutants and serious adventures are occurring in books just over there this is dazzler yeah i'm i'm charming and people like me well and i i also really like the fact you know there's a there's a lot of soap opera kind of things going on um in terms of like this dude that's introduced who is like um the guy that handles all the logistics for her concerts and shit yeah her, um, her, like producer agent right guy uh and he's like this big bulky guy uh like kind of a meathead and uh you know but I say soap opera like I don't mean that as a bad thing. X-Men at this no. time was very much a soap opera. So it just has like a different kind of approach often to to conflicts. Um it's it, it reminds me a lot kind of like as a proto uh She-Hulk. Yeah. Uh, you know like Dan Slott and John Byrne Brian John Baron whatever the fuck like you know however the hell you say john Barron's last name uh <laughs> where it's like you know yes we are dealing with some serious stuff yes this is still a comic book that is meant to be exciting and stuff but our character is both self-assured and intentionally more light-hearted yeah we can have some fun with this and like you end up with a fantastic. How long did that original series go? Like, eight, eight, fucking eighty issues. Uh the original Dazzler series ran for forty something, I believe. Okay, forty. Still, that's that's years. That's years of Dazzler content, uh, based on a failed, uh, uh sorry, marketing strategy. Yeah, forty two issues. Um, yeah. And, you know, she, she, like I said, once she, uh, once her series ended, she was a member of the X-Men, um, and, uh, you know, she got a lot of use for a long time before then kind of being abandoned for quite some time during the uh the 90s and 2000s what i what i will say one of my favorite things in these early issues um her first big concert all of her superpowered friends come the x-men yeah. show up the uh the thing and human torch uh spider-man is there uh you know and one of the things I love is in the course of things, um, the Enchantress starts it. Because in the first few issues, she goes up against the Enchantress from Thor and yeah. Doctor Doom. She's not yeah. fucking around. Um, no, it, it, it steps up and it's. It's really weird uh, watching like the different variations on what what they tried to tried to do with Dazzler. So like on one hand you have 
what you ended up with in the the long running series uh where like she's facing traditional marvel villains but like those are some pretty fucking heavy hitters and in the original musical it's these bizarre like characters that that come out of like spider-man turn off the dark um, <laughs> and then you look at the 1982 so wait you Dazzler, mean they're fucking the, amazing they're fucking amazing uh and then you get to the 1982 uh dazzler the movie comic book which jim shooter claimed is based off the original script but you look at what they claimed that the musical would have been based off with like, you know, kiss and Donna summer and like Cher and the two Queens and the, the future New York. And you look at the comic, uh, for the movie, uh, and it's just about her having a basic, like fame rise and fall while two bastards are just so alpha male 1970s douchebags at her. Yeah. But one of them she loves, even though he's, like, the biggest fucking sexist pig I have seen in, like, in comics since I read a Garth Ennis book. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if she she doesn't fight a one in that. The X-Men appear, uh, or, uh, or Storm calls her up, uh, near the beginning of the book. So, like, this, this occurs after she's, like, already somewhat mutant mutant id about but it's within this book that uh she is outed by her manager um as a way a means to like get some attention for a movie and like storm's like watch out you know uh people hate mutants and that's it it's a phone call and it's like you know okay good there's the typical x-men cameo mm -hmm. of hello goodbye uh but the rest of it is literally, it has nothing to do with superpowers or anything like that. It's just a traditional, like, fame rise and fall. And it's, there's so much you can do with this character, but also, like, how the fuck do you balance either or any of that against each other? And that, like, it's all canon, so, uh, fuck? Yeah. Well, and, but, so... She's at the she's at her first big show. Everybody's there. The Enchantress attacks. And so, like, all of the superheroes disappear into the bathrooms to change. Uh, of course, yeah. And Spider-Man like, gets they, in they, there. They're not here working. They're here relaxing. Right. Someone else will handle it. Well, so the thing is in one stall taking off his tux. The human torch is in another taking off his ducks. Spider-Man gets in there and he's like, shit, what do I do? So he disappears <laughs> up into the ceiling tiles to get changed so that they can all go help with the battle. And it's, I, I think it's amazing. But, um, you know, the, the, the thing that I really kind of like about this is that if nothing else, it does stand out among a lot of the new superhero books that pop up every so often. Because yeah. if it's not a legacy character of some sort, or whatever, then generally speaking, 
the story is young person gets powers and they're just like well now i have to do superheroing yeah desler is the exact opposite desler is just like i don't really go in for any of this i just want to sing let me go and fucking sing everyone and she keeps yeah, getting I, I way have a career to think of right yeah. she, she keeps getting wet like she doesn't just ignore shit uh if, no no if no she, stuff... she's a good person and she will do heroic things but you know like she just wants to get to her booking and like right. review her contracts she... and i've you know i've got a show to do and you know she's not out here trying to save the world she's not going on patrol it's just like she's really unfortunate that all this shit like her concert is right next door to a an exhibition of doom's crown jewels and so on (laughs) and so forth and she winds up getting in the middle of all of this but she's not like well gotta go save the world now um yeah she she's fascinatingly like uh, uh, affirming in terms of like uh, norma uh, normalcy for mutant kind because like you know the the X Men are actively fighting for mutant rights and to protect and you know blah 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 uh, and people actively come against them. Uh, she's just like having her career and doing it. Yeah, and it's it's far more realistic, <laughs> like. It's more interesting because it's like, yeah, this is this is actually how you kind of advance that. Uh, one of my favorite parts of X-Men history is when you get to Grant Morrison's new X-Men uh, and he introduces the idea that, OK, yes, uh, mutants, obviously, because of Dazzler, you know, they have their own culture. They have their own pop culture, mm-hmm. they subcultures and all that. And eventually there will be you know human kids who will want to get into that because it's the fucking cool outsider thing yeah and then eventually it'll become popular it's like these are ideas that marvel writers have so rarely played with because you know usually it's just like get to the next issue get to the next issue get to the next issue uh and it it's fascinating to see like the groundwork laid for that. And it, it, it's so relaxing and chill. It's just really just kind of like chill comics. The world's, the world's gotta be fine. Uh, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Wonderwall joke. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, Wonderwall. I hate it. So, well, okay, but I mean, I just mean the, uh, the like, and now here's Wonderwall. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. that cracks me anyway, up no matter how many times I hear it. Uh, it's just, it's one of those, I don't know. There's some things that always, that no matter how many times I encounter them, will just <laughs> make me go, ha, uh, uh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, this is a this is a weird little, uh, a weird little attempt at a thing. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, yeah, it's look it's looking at a character that like you know, 
great plans, great ambitions, uh, uh, an inked deal, but like no real clue what to do. And and a character that is a fan favorite eventually somehow against all odds coalesced out of pure corporate chaos attempting to ride a fad that was uh near its death throes uh isn't that just marvel in a nutshell like yeah especially going into the 80s like like how the hell did dazzler succeed like just kind of like like slip on by and everything else just fucking piled up and died well you know they they did a lot of these things um because you know there was the big kick in uh in cb radios and and truckers and shit and so marvel marvel was like let's get in on that and they did us one uh yes yes (laughs) us one that's right motherfucking ulysses solomon archer uh yeah see now now there's there's where you need like a uh a, a, a title or a publication spanning event like written by once again like like grant morrison where uh ulysses becomes like the linchpin of reality i you know you know <laughs> i heard that She-Hulk attorney at law is going to introduce him into the MCU. Delightful. I cannot wait. I I can't wait for She-Hulk, one, because I'm a massive She-Hulk fan, uh, two, because I'm a massive uh, simp for the MCU, and three, oh my god, back to She-Hulk again. Uh, holy shit, holy shit. So, ah, uh, I oh, can't wait for August. And now US won. Uh, so there you and go. And now US won. And at any point, now that uh, the M word has been dropped in Miss Marvel, uh, mutants can start appearing, even if they don't say that they are mutants. And so we're going to get a Dazzler drop at some point in the background somehow. Uh, and hopefully, dear, sweet, mercy, better, please be better than her Dark Phoenix appearance uh, floating outside a rave. And having very little to do with the music or the light show going on. Yeah. Uh, missed opportunities and too little too late. She was supposed to be uh, in most of those films in one way or another. And they just kept crapping out and giving us more and more jubilees. <laughs> and there's 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 kind of like, like I, I love this character, but it took forever for me to come to her because I got into X-Men in 1991. And you probably remember what happened to the X-Men in 1991. They took all of the previous looks and continuity and went, Jim Lee doesn't need you. Jim Lee will never need you and flushed them out. And so we only focused on the new styles and like the the X-Men going forward were the cool 90s ones. And we had Jubilee. She didn't have as many powers. And if you punched her in the face, she'll cry. But... But she, she, was she was a, a mall rat, rat, you know, so, yeah. and that's, that's <laughs> timely. Uh, and now she has like a dragon for a kid or some shit. Hey, anyway. you know what? You know what? 
you may say that she just has the power of sparkles, but I will have you know, my friend, she controls the very concept of sparkle. Okay. Are they not? I, I'm trying to remember now. Are they non-binary? So are they non-binary and control the very concept of sparkle? Is, is Jubilee? I don't. I, I don't know. remember something about that. Jubilee, Jubilee <laughs> went through some shit because Jubilee was depowered uh, and then a vampire. Yeah. Uh, and like. Well, wait. Depowered, then a new warrior, then a vampire, then repowered, then had a kid. That kid is now a dragon. Yeah, and they may possibly be non-binary, possibly, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just like X-Men, Hickman weirdness now. Uh, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Remember we're- X-Men, Hickman, weirdness. Uh, but- yeah. Well, you know, the ninety the nineties were a bleak time for Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. I didn't see any Dazzler because the nineties especially was like, you know what's fucking stupid? Disco. Disco's stupid. Yeah. Uh mullets are awesome and pouches. Pouches everywhere. What's in your pouches. pouch? A mullet. Um, a mullet and metal though it had no idea what metal was Uh, my my favorite thing is there is a video where stan lee is like teaching you how to do comics and he sits down with todd mcfarlane and rob liefeld oh yes and uh has them design a character in like 20 minutes and he's talking shit the whole time I love it. But one of my favorite things is the fact that Stan Lee asks Rob Liefeld, like, so what's going on with this character? And Rob Rob Liefeld struggles to come up with any characteristics and basically finds six different ways to say he's a cyborg uh, because he's literally just like, well, uh, so he's basically a cyborg. Um, He's part man part machine uh he is he is like a synthesis of man and machine uh he's he's lost some parts and had them replaced by and we it's like we get it man we get what is another character trait does he like bagels that would be fucking something but instead it's just like he's a cyborg he's a, he he has cybernetic parts he is he he was just a guy once and it's like okay man okay but uh but yeah stan lee just sitting there going wow creating a character in 20 minutes that's uh that's longer than you guys usually take uh, and stuff like that <laughs> um anyway uh the best thing is like he's such a he, he's being so pissy and such an asshole in it but like they deserve it oh yeah they, you could completely understand because it's like he's worked with them at this point far too long. He's just like, I fucking hate the kids these days. I I fucking hate them. I totally understand. You know, like I'm Stanley is by no means was by no means a perfect person. 
yes, he exploited a lot of people. Yes, but I absolutely get Stan Lee in the 90s just being like, what the fuck are you doing? What what <laughs> is what is that? What? This is not how it's supposed to be. You know. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah, I'm I'm an old man for saying that this isn't gonna last. Okay. Alright, I'll see you later. Yeah. I'm Stan Lee. <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, uh but Dazzler. Dazzler's fun. You should Dazzler's fun. You, yeah. They should have Dazzler and everything. Uh, and I suspect that once they start rolling it out, they're going to go hard on Dazzler. Um, like, considering Disney's track record, there is... It's not out of the realm of possibility that they're going to go back to the original pr uh, pitch, and we're going to see them, like, create uh, a pop music star and call them Dazzler. And make sure that they can fucking act and sing at the same time, and they'll gonna, weave in and out of our reality and and the MCU. They're gonna uh, Hannah Montana the shit out of it. Yeah, Hannah Montana the fucking shit out of it. And you, do you, do you want to go to an actual MCU canon event? Then just go to one of her concerts. <gasps> Loki might be there. Maybe Loki will show oh up. Oh my god! Oh. And it would be like canon, like Galaxy. Yeah. Edge. So something fucking happens then it matters yeah and it'll and it'll, it'll just be, be it'll, one of the movies will come out and it'll be like well yeah you're lost did you go to the dazzler tour no why would i have well you missed out because what actually what they're referencing there was a was a battle that took place between dazzler and the forces of apocalypse uh on stage at the show it was fucking amazing ah oh, so good so good anyway here's wonderwall <laughs> god damn it uh, <laughs> anyway uh next time according to the list the list uh we will be talking about secret wars secret wars we made it we made it to uh a number that has some sort of significance so here's secret wars secret wars secret wars event comics yeah uh, uh, this one's going to be fun to read because uh, it, it is inane nonsense and it's an excuse to pull out toys and go, no, oh, you Spider-Man, ah, yay. Pretty much, yeah. Like, even <laughs> even more so, you know, Crisis, Crisis was created to fix some problems. Secret Wars, it was just like, what the fuck ever, man. Let's just stick everybody in this thing. Um, yeah, th these books come from different departments. Crisis came from editorial. Uh, Secret Wars came from marketing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, in the meantime, you know, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, uh, email us at Multiversa Marketing. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, tell us, tell us what you think should be added to the list the list the list um the list. and uh 
Join us next time for Secret Wars. And now here's Wonderwall. try to explain our thinking on how we're coming across and why we're doing overkill the you way it is. You can think and draw at the hey, same time? Yeah. And especially if it's going to be overkill, his equipment's got to be overkill as well. Oh, heck so, yeah. Always okay, remember, here. always Already. remember he's tough, but he's not violent. Okay, along the line, <laughs> he's got the biggest shoulder pads ever existed. It's like I this, figured he would. Chest, okay, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him some big knee pads here because a guy like him that's got some armor and got some guns and Has stuff like that, he's going to... Well, he looks grim, doesn't he? Kids, you know, I mean, the kids, the kids like the dark, moody stuff. Mm, I mean, they seem you know, to, the, yeah. I mean, you're. But I have a question I've been wanting to ask you guys: mm -hmm. How long does it take these people to get dressed? These kind of characters. Who says they undress? I mean, <laughs> there's something they have to get out quickly to save the world, but it takes them an hour and a half to so, get into all of this stuff. That's if right. They work fast. That's right. Getting into the costume is like going to the bathroom in comic book. You never show it, but you assume that. Superman and Batman and Spider-Man actually do go and urinate every now and then, right? Right, but you never do show it, do you? No. <laughs> but you do show, very often you show people getting dressed, especially women. I seem to recall that now. Yeah, no. Do you draw hands? Are you into hands? Oh, really? yeah, I'm the best. You do hands? Oh, but why don't we give them here wires coming out here, coming oh, down. Oh, they the love kids, that The kids stuff. love wires. The wires oh, that yeah. he'll trip over. Why don't we do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, hey, you draw good wires. Oh. Um, does he have a double identity? Is he really no. a meek accountant who, who, in real life? Who, who else could he be besides Overton? Well, I mean, what if when he takes off all these clothes? Is he a 97 Do you, do you see him taking rough fist, okay, okay. his thumb? He would have three different cannons different that are okay. facing you for the large kapoo. So right here, they could be like missile launchers or whatever. But he's gonna have those right over here. What makes you make those line. value judgments? Why only three? He's got four knuckles. Because the reader's crazy. Why does he have more on that side than that side? No, no. For the sake of our unseen viewers, mm -hmm. is this really the type of thought process that you guys go through when you yes. create characters? Except, except for we have more than 20 minutes. This <laughs> 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 is probably longer than you usually do. Well, I think I, I've got to say seriously, which isn't easy for me to do, but I think it's very impressive that in a matter of 20 minutes, you guys could come up with something like this. I mean, bad as it is, it's still <laughs> impressive that you were able to do it this quickly. Well, we're, yeah, that's a cool logo. Rob, really didn't cool. you promise that you would draw and we would do the talking? And I'm when sorry, you I'm grow sorry. up a little more, you okay. know, we'll let you in there with the grown-ups. Yeah. Well, when you, when you were creating characters, Stan, mm -hmm. uh, what was the process back then? I mean, because Rob and I right now, we do our own writing and our own drawing. We we don't we don't collaborate with anybody anymore. So that's the problem. I've been meaning to talk to you guys about that. Boy, he is one grim-looking guy. There's no way this man can move. He's got to have a power to defy gravity. I would say just looking at. He's him. a tank. I mean, I, what do you think? Now the funniest thing would be if you say that these are jets and he's the fastest man alive. That and the way you have we've got to justify all of this paraphernalia somehow. Okay. I don't know. You're really doing right. Yeah. Bunch of beginners. I, I just want you to. We have a minute. Oh, and a half I want to tighten those feet. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. Give him an ankle bone here, an ankle bone here. I think it takes you longer to sign your name Heck than to yeah. a picture. You know? It is. I'm going to step out, okay? Incidentally, you guys have ruined us. We've decided to give up comics and we're going into showbiz.